1: children's box.
0: Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now.
1: Hello. Hello. How are you?
0: I'm, I'm a little tired. A little tired? Why are you tired? Well, I ran a 5k with dad over That's the weekend. That's right.
1: That's right, you he did. You tried to Killed me. How, how did our father <laughs> attempt to murder his second child? Oh, third child. Third and second third. daughter. His That's what I meant to favorite say. Favorite daughter. You, to you say. could say that too. That's
0: wrong. Um, he kept running Rude. the entire time and didn't stop. And oh. so I didn't stop. Ooh. And at mile two, they handed out pickle juice. Why would they do that? Who knows? Then they had a man dressed up in a pickle costume that was high-fiving people, and then they had a table of little cups of pickle juice that people... So
1: clearly this is a thing, but why is it a thing? The electrolytes. Yeah. The salt. You know what? I'm pretty sure there's no such thing as an electrolyte anymore. I think they're just messing with you. It's very
0: funny, though, because he he took a swig as we're running, Mm -hmm. and he's like...
1: Oh, <laughs> we need to get to the next water station quick. <laughs> Why was the water station not next to the pickle station? You could have had a whole rotating like ugh, woo,
0: ugh, Yeah, it was
1: uh, I, a whole day.
0: I didn't do it. He Well, was, of course you didn't. do He it. was the sucker. So. That's
1: insane. But in then I'm doing good. Well, I have a thing that I got in the mail. So you know, I get sent a lot of kids' books in the mail. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one is not out yet. Not till the fall. But uh, I thought you might enjoy it. Can you please read the title? Goodnight Bubba. <laughs> A joyful parody. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, they Jewished up the goodnight moon. <laughs> they the Yiddished up. They Yiddished up the, the goodnight moon, if you will. And, uh, yeah, so I haven't read it yet. Uh, I'm sure it... <laughs> I would love to know what they did with the goodnight nobody, but... Uh, we, well, will, we I, will we will read this together another time. Yeah, I just uh, they
0: really did it better on the color scheme. Yeah
1: well, they which is to say worse because they cheated and it's not the color scheme right so yeah so well this and this this sort of ties together with a recent uh, a recent opinion piece in the uh, in the Washington Examiner that came out. this is this is the title. Hear me out here. Here's the title of this opinion piece. The Baltimore Mayor scandal wouldn't have happened if modern children's books weren't so dumb.
0: Wow! Yeah, and then
1: the piece goes on to who? Laud- wrote that? So this is a woman, just a woman um, by the last name of Fry, I believe, and uh, just a woman, and uh, she she was talking about oh how come how come kids' books today aren't as good as Goodnight Moon? And she mentions a lot of really ancient books. So someone wrote a letter back, which he knows is not going to be printed. Uh, His name is Nick Brule. He has written the Bad Kitty series, and his response was delightful. And I think this is very applicable to what we do, since we look at these books that are called classics, Mm -hmm. right? And he was like, "Uh, there is no doubt that books like Where the Wild Things Are and Good Night Moon are classics, but you're looking back to over half a century ago in order to cite examples of worthwhile children's books would be a bit like me saying, by gum, we haven't seen the likes of a decent, decent opinion columnist since Edward R. Murrow and Hedda Hopper. Since the current century began uh, We've been seeing far more diverse books Than we ever had in the past So I, uh, I thought that was a nice uh, It was a nice piece But it got me thinking about the fact that When we call things classics They're almost always like white And European That kind of bums us out right mm-hmm. and, uh, and so finding books that were Our own voices from the past That are written, actually written people from their written experience in the past That do picture books Are really hard to find, as Mm -hmm. we have found on this podcast What is this podcast, by the way?
0: Oh, Fuse 8 and Gate
1: That's right, what do we do?
0: We talk about children's picture books That's right,
1: we determine what with them If they're classics Exactly So this all ties together because I found one from 1932 I found an own voices picture book learned experience that is not white and European And I'm going to pull it out and right people now. have heard of it <laughs> Many librarians will <laughs> 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 Perez Martina? Perez uh, and Martina oh. It's a little hard It is a crazy It looks like ounce Font on the looks and looks like O-U-N-C-E in cursive Yes right. And for half a second there I wondered if I had gotten the Spanish edition Which was uh, Perez E. Martina but then I saw that as a weird and. That is a fascinating and, yeah. in fact. There you go. So, yes, this is by uh, Pura Belpré, of whom we will speak much more later. Take this 1932 book, my dear. Okay. It's older than everyone living in your family today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While Kate does her read, let me tell you a little bit of a story that's related to this today's book. It involves puppets, specifically puppets of Perez and Martina. Martina being, of course, a beautiful cockroach and Perez being a mouse. Now, in New York Public Library, where the author of this book, Pura Belpré, worked, she had puppets that she made by hand of Perez and Martina, and she would put on puppet shows for the children. They never left the library, and years ago, my boss and I wanted to find them. And the only way to do that was to go through the archives and try to track them down. And we had a devil of a time trying to locate those puppies. They were not where they were supposed to be. They were nowhere in sight. Until we found a locked file cabinet in a building where they should not have been. And lo and behold, we found the original puppets. So, if you would ever like to see them, New York Public Library does have them. Uh, and you can find them as well. But actually, here's the sneaky thing. If you go to the Wikipedia page of Pura Belpre as of this recording, you can see the puppets for yourself. They're right there in her author photo, which is kind of awesome. Hello! Oh my gosh! Woohoo! This is a novel! <laughs> it is. This Much so longer long. than I remembered it to be. Yeah. The story shouldn't be that long. No, it really shouldn't. It's pretty straightforward. It's very straightforward,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Boy meets girl. Eventually. Yeah. Boy marries girl. Yeah. Boy, boy gets Boy gets cooked in a pot. I mean, that's what else is <laughs> the there end. to learn. The yeah. end. But boo. I mean, I, yeah. But, they used to make picture books longer. Back in the day, but, and yet, this book is not as old as Millions of Cats, which we did, which came out in 1928, and that's a short book.
0: Yeah, I, I was kind of expecting this to go along the lines of, oh, you know, someone's going to get eaten, like, you know, because
1: there's True. all these different animals, right. yeah, sure. there's a cat, there's that a mouse. That is not an unreasonable thing to think. We're talking folk tales. people get eaten in folktales all the freaking time.
0: Right, so this is a Porter. Puerto Rican,
1: isn't that interesting? I've never seen P O R T O R I C A N, and it looks like one word. Yeah, and I've never seen Puerto Rico spelled that way. But it's
0: but it shouldn't be because it this this is all like Spanish, like Spain, stuff.
1: What the tale is from Spain originally?
0: That's what I think because she finds, for example, okay, so like the main character Martina, she is a. Roach, apparently mm-hmm. She's a cockroach Here's the thing, like, she's got the face of a roach But she's got the hands of a very Of a lovely lady I was gonna say, a very white woman
1: Yeah, no, they, because whoever says, painted this thing We it,
0: don't know who painted it she, it's, She's supposed to have soft brown skin No, she is whiter yeah. than white white She so is, when like, one, from Ireland
1: <laughs> Yeah, so you're seeing, okay, so this is interesting I do wonder if in subsequent printings They've changed that But yes, since this is, as we say 1932, apparently having a brown-skinned cockroach was not going to fly?
0: And And it specifically says in the text she has black eyes and soft brown skin. Yeah. Apparently not. No. No. So she's cleaning her porch, and then she finds what I've never heard of, um, a Pesita... I don't know P-E-S-E-T-A So I looked that up And that was the basic monetary unit
1: uh, In Spain Before Like a peso Before the Euros Oh, interesting Yeah Yeah, okay So I am pulling out here Martina Martinez and Perez the Mouse Which came out last year Hmm. uh, In this collection The Dragon Slayer Folktales from Latin America By Jamie Hernandez As a compare and contrast Where in this she finds a shiny silver coin So, yeah, we're gonna go with that it's yeah. definitely money, yeah.
0: Yeah, but that's why I thought it's definitely from Spain. Yeah, you know, because she- well,
1: and it entirely could have been. Um, these could have been Spanish folktales that are adapted. I know that there is a Cuban version of this story called Martina the Beautiful Cockroach uh, by Carmen Agraditi. So it's possible this story came from Spain and then was... Changed in different areas depending on where it landed. Yeah,
0: interesting. So she so she finds this coin and she, she tries to decide what to spend the money on. She ends up deciding that she's going to get a box of powder, in which I'm like, oh, great. So Amelia Bedelia, now <laughs> she's going to come in. It's all coming back again. I don't get powder. Why do women buy powder? So you don't
1: show sure you sweat, right? Isn't that the thing?
0: Okay, she's a roach, so I'm pretty sure she's got more issues than, like, Nope, don't want to sweat. sweat.
1: Yeah, roachy, uh, she dewy have... roaches are not a thing. Also, so.
0: she only has two arms. I'm pretty sure roaches
1: have more They than... may be hidden under her skirt. Yeah. For all we know, I'm not going to ask to see, and neither should you, young lady. That's so... going to be impolite. So... This cat comes up mm. to her. A very
0: Right. Ma- so, well, she puts cat. she puts on her powder, she puts on a dress, mm-hmm. she sits on her balcony and one by one all these different suitors mm-hmm. start coming to her balcony where she's sitting. And the first is Señor Cat. Gato You'd think, right? It should be. but no. no. Since this is
1: the all-English version. It's senior Cat. Senior Cat. Yeah. And there there was, a, I don't know if there originally was a Spanish version as well that was published at the same time, but eventually they made a Spanish version of this.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so a cat says, uh, Buenos Dias, Señorita Martinez mm-hmm. Or Martina, how pretty you look. Señorita, will you marry me? And mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. A cat... Wants to marry a roach, Mm -hmm. and why... Because she's
1: looking hot. Have you seen her? He could eat her. Well, maybe that was his plan all along, and maybe maybe she's in on it. Maybe maybe she knows exactly what's going on. Because
0: she asks, okay, well, perhaps if you tell me how you would talk to me in the future... That's a very interesting question. That is a very interesting a question. I mean, that's a. I think that's all not a women, bad idea. Actually, all women should yeah. ask their. You know, before, mm-hmm. if if they're being proposed to, or even if a man is being proposed to, mm-hmm. ask the question. You know, perhaps if you tell me how you will talk to me in the future.
1: Yeah,
0: it's very smart. It's that's very, very smart. Very deep. That's a very good idea. And this cat says, M
1: I A O W. Oh. So, meow. Yeah, right. Like that that yeah. is—it's
0: not meow. It's miaow, which is very smart
1: because that, that is exactly how
0: cats sound. that they is, go, that is meow. exactly
1: how they would the dog, Yes.
0: And she goes, "Uh, no." Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: not gonna fly.
0: Thanks, but no thanks. Bye bye. Yeah. So then a rooster mm-hmm. comes up. And they say a proud cock comes mm-hmm. and says, "Will you marry me?" And she asks the same question. You know, how will you talk to me? And he goes. Uh, Kiki Riki, which... Kiki Riki! Mm-hmm. That...
1: Yes, that is, that is one of the... Not do Not Kokoriko, uh, Rico, which I believe is the French. Kiki Riki. Kiki Riki. Kiki Riki.
0: And she says, yeah, no, you think I can stand that noise in my house forever? <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. Smart girl.
0: And all these suitors keep getting, like... Taken away in tears They're getting, the, they're getting Just... the brush
1: off The serious brush off Then we get a duck These guys are all wearing Like some major suits By the way I should say Oh yes yeah, They, they are, are dressed white dapper To the nines They're looking fierce
0: And then we get a, Oh the frog
1: He looks like he's related To Jeremy Fisher
0: I do love senior frog But senior frog And senior cricket um, go to C- Senorita Martina oh. together.
1: Yeah. I love what Senior Frog is yeah, wearing. Yeah, he's rocking the purple. Uh, he's got the purple the jacket. Purple jacket with the cummerbund. And the spats. What is the name? Oh, the spats. See, I'm a sucker for spats. What's the name of that teeny tiny thing around his neck that's not really a tie, not, not really a bolo. a bolo? Yeah, not really. All right, folks, if anyone can identify what this is, it'll be on the Instagram. Uh, please, please to let us know.
0: And so both of them go to the frog and the cricket go to Martina, and she's and they ask the same at the same time, "Will you marry me?" And mm-hmm. she says, "Well, please talk to me one at a time." Yeah,
1: boys, a, boys. I'm a
0: lady, <laughs> and so the frog allows the cricket to go first. Oh very gallant of him. And he me. goes, I don't know how you pronounce this, C O Q U I, co-qui? coqui, 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 coqui. Is that how a cricket sounds? Coqui, coqui,
1: coqui. Yeah, kind of. And she says, we, What well, do we say? They say chirp. I guess we say yeah. chirp. Yeah, I yeah, know. No. And, and she says, Your
0: voice is so sad, you will make me cry. Oh, yeah. Crickets Which... make me
1: cry. Because it means that summer's dying and it's almost fall. Oh. Yeah. I like fall, though. I, I like fall, but it does mean the summer's <laughs> over.
0: And then the frog asks the same question, of course. And he
1: goes, B O R O M. Borum? Borum. borum. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. I like that. I one. like that that's one. That's better than Ribbit. It's so much better than Ribbit. <laughs> <Okay>. That's totally what they say. We're just going to say, noises the, entire We're time. Just gonna say <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, and she says, I do not like your voice. Oh, besides, be I have heard that you, you frogs talk constantly day and night. They
1: totally do. Yeah, she's got a good She's point on. There. She's on point.
0: And then we get to oh wait wait here's my question though. Sure. We get to Perez the mouse. Mm-hmm. It's not Senior Perez.
1: That's interesting.
0: All the Everyone else head. has
1: been Senior. Yeah.
0: But huh. not... No, I don't... He yeah. is just Perez the mouse. Okay.
1: So why? Maybe she's more... Maybe he isn't... Um, maybe it's a formality thing. Like if you don't mm, know somebody, you'd say Mr. Senor. this, you'd say Mr. Yeah. Senior this, this, but maybe she knows him better, yeah. and so it's just Perez. Interesting. That's my theory. Well,
0: Perez. What would explain what happened? He's very good at bowing.
1: All right. I Two mean, points for bowing.
0: <laughs> he takes off his hat. He does a low bow, and mm-hmm. he asks her
1: to go on a walk with him. See, that's the correct order in which and she's to do too this. lazy. Okay. Okay. We'll take it back. <laughs> <laughs> and she says he was asking for a date. She and She says, like, uh, "No,
0: why don't you, uh, you know, come up here?"
1: Okay. And he sure. Goes, okay. All right. All right.
0: And he busts out his guitar Oh,
1: there we go. and starts
0: serenading her in Spanish, at which point I'm like, okay, you win.
1: Yeah, totally. You win. Yeah. I mean,
0: you're singing, mm-hmm. you're playing a musical instrument, mm-hmm. you're serenading. You, yes, 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 yes.
1: Yeah, he didn't just like launch into, will you marry me? Right. Which is kind of like, no class.
0: And then he says, for a long time I have been thinking of asking you a question. Will you marry me? And instead of her saying, heck yeah, she goes, if you will tell me how you will talk to me in the future. Oh, so
1: she's not just going to jump into this. Exactly. I like her. She's
0: very smart. Mm -hmm. And he goes, C H U I. -I? 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 Cooey?
1: Chewy? Or or Chewy? Chewy. Maybe Chewy or Cooey. I'm not sure which. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh, maybe. I guess that is like a mouse. If if you were to do it like that, yeah. Tweet, (laughs) tweet, (laughs) tweet. Welcome to our podcast, <laughs> Animal Sounds, with Kate and Betsy. So, so uh,
0: after that, she says, "Oh, it sounds like music."
1: Mm. She's in love. Pretty, it would, whatever he said, pretty, if he had said baram, she yeah, would have said yeah, that. I'm pretty like sure his music, guitar yeah. sounds like music. Yeah, no, no, she's she's but just trying she to make says, excuses. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. so they get married, mm-hmm. and they sing and dance, and. I think that's the duck, from, that's a duck yeah. from before. yeah.
1: I mean, is he stoned? He... Is he jealous? Maybe that's a wince. That could be a grimace of pain. That could oh. be a grimace of pain. Like, look yes. at her. She looks amazing. I mean, uh, she's marrying like, a freaking man. She
0: only has two arms because she's got two legs. Where are her other arms?
1: Um... Well due to the fact they've got human hands at the end I'm not going to yeah. get too precise on that Yeah.
0: One. Same with the uh, I'm going to say that's a, d- a
1: bird Oh that's a dove. dove That's a dove
0: And then I was like Okay that's the oh, other story That was story That was a <laughs> lovely
1: tale Boop-ba-doop-ba-doop-boop uh, Boop. 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 Act two Act two <laughs> <laughs> But wait there's more She. Uh, we so can't just, just leave them happy We're
0: getting closer <laughs> to Christmas And she Closer to
1: Christmas?
0: Yeah Oh darn Because she says Oh there's a Christmas dish that I am sure Perez has never tasted, and I will make it for him. Okay. So this is my favorite photo right here because it has the most beautiful, vibrant colors. Yeah. It's. It does. The flames of the fire, the blue, like the primary colors of her
1: dress. Yeah. The flowers out the window, like the pottery. Because remember, back then, it cost a heck of a lot of money to do more than one color in a picture book. And you had to layer them in... Complicated ways to get them to fall on top of one another when you printed each page. So, a lot of work went into this. Yeah, it's, yeah I love it. It shows. And so she. Just... I should say, we haven't credited the illustrator yet on, on this book um, because we always talk about who wrote it. But in fact, it was illustrated by Carlos Sanchez. And sadly, I don't know anything about him. Um, so, I'm just going to let That's that okay. Out there. I don't either. Okay, there you go. Well, we're in the same boat
0: then. All right. Sorry. So. She makes this pot of something delicious. She puts in rice, coconut juice, almonds, raisins, sugar, and water Hmm. in a kettle. Okay. I don't know what that could be. I don't either. It's not really a chili.
1: Uh, no. It sounds like a stew almost, but I don't know. Right? Uh, nope. It just says favorite soup. In the the other version I have So, yeah, favorite soup, I'd say So
0: she's off to now sweep the the patio Like you do And Perez comes in and he goes Oh, that's an entirely new smell Mm -hmm. And he tries to stick his nose in the kettle But it's too high So Mm -hmm. he brings a little stool for him to step on It's a very lovely
1: stool, I like that stool
0: and uh, at this point, I was like, and then she's going to come up behind him and push him in. <laughs> well,
1: that would be very Hansel and Gretel of her, but right? I don't think this has been her like her long con all along. I yes. was kind of expecting <laughs> that. Kind of thought, yeah. Well, you weren't that far off. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. He, but he does it to himself. So I like, mean, he keeps wanting to get...
0: You know, yeah. closer to the smell, and he sticks yeah. a paw in to taste don't, it. Don't do it, man.
1: And then he notices it's the a moment f- both feet and, and a, like exit the ground. You're a like, fat dude.
0: almond is getting brown all over. Oh, if only I could get it, he says. One good pull and it'll be mine. Oh boy. Well, he lost his balance and <laughs> fell into the kettle. He screamed and called for help. Aww,
1: but that who? Seems to... But who could help him? <laughs> In his two little footsies, they were sticking out of the cell. So Martina comes back. This is a horrifying thing she to come home to. She sees
0: her husband's
1: feet just sticking out, sticking out, sticking out, from out of the
0: pot, and she is just mortified. Yeah, I, I, you gotta feel bad for. Her. Oh, you. Oh,
1: I feel super bad for her. Because I mean, you know... It's not her fault. Yeah. I mean, it says it's totally
0: his that fault. That was all
1: him. Gluttony, my friend. That was gluttony, straight up.
0: But now she... So she cries and... Dude, get a spoon. Runs into her room and puts on a black dress and uh-huh. a black mantilla. And I'm like, okay, what is a mantilla? I
1: actually don't know. It is
0: a lace or silk scarf worn by women over the hair and shoulders, especially in Spain. Oh, out of
1: town. Yeah, I know that. that's what she's wearing. That's in that what picture she's wearing. right there. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, fair play. So she picks up her guitar from the wall and Aww. sings a, a sad song. It's the song goes, "Little Martinez, the mouse fell in the in a boiling pot, and Martinez sings and cries for him. Sings and cries for him. Sings and cries for him. Sings and cries for him."
1: Aww. Yeah, and even the daisies the, are sad Yeah, they are wilting with yeah. misery oh, Meanwhile, I believe he's still in the pot No one's taking him out Oh yeah, he's still in there He's still in the pot yeah. so, She even like, turned off the heat I don't And know.
0: then she she keeps singing and crying oh. Wishing that he would come back to her The end Yeah, that's the end, dude Folk w- what They what? don't end the
1: way you expect them to No If they're authentic I
0: was not expecting an actual sad. That's ending. an actual
1: honest to goodness sad ending. One of the rare just flat out sad endings you get in picture books. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I was
0: kind of joking with like she pushes him in, uh, but no,
1: she No, no. He dies. He's dead. The end. And there's nothing you can do That's about it. That's the story. Now I should say I felt a bit of a cheat when I read uh the one in The Dragon Slayer, where he does fall into the pot. Then there's this long drawn-out sequence of Everybody mourning, and then someone thinks to pull him out of the pot <laughs> and then gets the stuff out of him and he recovers after a while. I was like, I, you know, for today's kid audience, maybe that's what they need, but I don't know. I kind of, I kind of love the original myself. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, uh, it's it, got a, an authenticity to it, it really. It
0: teaches death is a finality. It
1: is also, uh, if a mouse falls into your soup, it, it, mousey gonna die. Yeah, and you, probably and you don't can't want to drink that, that soup. That, yeah, yeah it's the, soup gross. Is, the soup is yeah. yeah. no good. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so this was uh, this was by Miss Perbel Prey, uh, a librarian. Yay, the very first Puerto Rican uh, librarian in New York City, no less. Hmm. Uh, apparently, the story goes she was going to be a teacher, and in 1920 uh, she decided to attend her sister's wedding in New York City, whereupon it says. She was recruited by a public library to hire with it was doing an effort to hire young women from ethnically diverse backgrounds. Which I just imagine like her just being at the party and then like someone sidling up to her and be like, hey, wanna be a librarian. <laughs> We're looking for people. Like, and I should say NYPL was doing this in the 1920s. You all you folks who are down on Ann Carroll Moore. Anyway, uh, she worked with the library pretty much most of her life. And uh, wrote books along the side Because she was like I have no books about Puerto Rican folktales in my library Now I'm going to make them And then she made a ton of them And that was the first one she made But
0: then I'm getting back to uh, Is it Puerto Rican? Is it Spanish? Is well there, both Spanish, right So it may have been a
1: Spanish, Spanish by Rican. way of Puerto Rico yeah. And of course you know, you know The Spaniards are all over Puerto Rico And it, 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 there's a lot of back and forth and, and Who can say But it uh, may have originated in Spain um, I don't know. I was actually hoping that in the back of this Dragon Slayer they would have an explanation. Because there's a large back matter section mm-hmm. that would explain the very origins of the tale and unfortunately they do not. So, nope. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. If anyone does know, uh, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah, I would be very curious. Of course, now these days, Pearl Prey is best known because there is a big award uh, established under her name. It is uh, a special... Given every year to a Latinx uh, writer and illustrator For works that best portray, affirm, and celebrate The Latino cultural experience In an outstanding work of literature for children and youth So Cool Yeah, it's pretty nice So when I'm talking classic I'm feeling pretty good about this one Because it's freaking old Hmm Like, I don't It's our. Is it our second oldest book, do you think? I wish uh... I should have, like, brought up, like, our
0: I would say third, maybe third. I know millions of cats. I know that oh and the Thanks. little
1: house was pretty old too. Oh, and Peter Rabbit. Yeah. Actually Peter Rabbit may be the oldest of all. So goes Peter Rabbit and Yeah. Oh right, and the little house too. And one of these days I'll just put everything we've done in chronological order. <laughs> <laughs> It'll work out. Yeah. So ratings? Ratings! You go first. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I like the freaky little book I really, really do Now, is it too long for story time? I don't know You, I think you can do it with an older kid audience Um, if you tried to do it with a younger kid audience Yeah, they're gonna get the wiggles of the butt And they're not gonna necessarily But there's so many freaky animal sounds in there that are awesome So, I think it holds up shockingly well Considering how long it's been around It's a classic folktale You can do it with puppets if you want to She would do it with puppets Um... I think it holds up. I'm giving it a strong. I'm wavering between two different numbers. <sighs> the ending is weird for modern audiences, but I'm gonna stick with it. I'm going. I'm going a strong seven. I'm going a strong seven on it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think it's beautifully uh, colored. Yeah. I wish I knew more about the illustrator. I yeah. I, I
0: especially that kitchen scene. Like that. I really love the color mm-hmm. in that. It's a super sad
1: story. It's super sad. With no moral. No.
0: Don't Um, be a glutton.
1: I think that's a pretty straightforward moral. He does himself in.
0: Well, no one's going to like physically put themselves in a pot, you know? Well, not now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He didn't make it look so good.
0: It's also very long. It is long. It is long. So, I don't know. I, I feel... Maybe it's because, A, I never read it as a kid, Mm -hmm. B, I'm not of Hispanic or Latino origin at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm giving it a five, because I'm pretty down the middle with it. That's fine. That's fine. So, I mean, depending on how you could have said over five or under five, and, you know, I would have been fine as a classic or not a classic. Okay. So.
1: But it now is a classic. If we're, if it it combined, it's a, it's a classic, all right. It's a classic. All right, good. Because, uh, gird your loins, girl. The next one we're gonna do after this one. Uh, you're gonna be missing old Perez and Martina. I'm just gonna say that. Not gonna give anything away. Letters time. Ooh. Ooh, all sorts of people wrote in. Oh. Um, people really, really, really liked the idea that Mike Mulligan, from Mike Mulligan's steam shovel and Marianne and all that, was dabbing. He's totally dabbing. He's totally dabbing. Um, we haven't had as big a response. Since you pointed out that Lyle Lyle Crocodile was doing that Salt Bay thing. Yeah. Yeah. So people loved the Mike Mulligan <laughs> dabbing. Uh, particularly because I got a, I asked my kids and I was like, I hear that there is a thing called dabbing and I do not know what it is. And my freaking four-year-old is like, yeah, it's, it's like this. And he does like instantly. And my daughter's like, yeah, w- how do you not know this? And then she does it. And I'm like, I will take a picture of you too. And I <laughs> so yeah, they, uh, they love that. And yes, at least one person uh, wrote in response to me, how could you not know? (laughs) So, thanks, guys. Thanks. However, we got no answer to the muff mystery. We don't know why that woman was wearing a muff, though Dan B. wrote and asked, could Mike be in short sleeves because it's really hot in the cab of the steam shovel being so close to the coal coal boiler? Coal boiler? It is hard to say. Coal boiler. <laughs> coal boiler. Coal boiler. <laughs> I think that is an excellent theory. And yeah, said, that's, that's maybe. a good theory. That's a good theory. So maybe it is cold. Who knows? Stephanie, the third sister, uh, wrote in. She says, uh, listening... Well, she said this on Twitter. Listening to the recent Fuse Kate and cracking up that Fuse 8 keeps calling Bradley Whitford whitley bradford not sure if it's intentional or not yeah it, it was intentional yeah it was I meant to do that yeah she also found a uh in a book called the sun is kind of a big deal by nick sellick now i don't know if i'd label this one as sassy Uh, I think it falls sort of into the category of too cool for school. He's got a a tood. He's got a tood to him, yeah. Not sass so much. Uh, So we will continue to look for a competing sassy son, I think. (laughs) And finally, uh, Roxana wrote in. uh, She asked if we could possibly someday do the Canadian classic Amos's sweater. I got confused and thought she meant the hockey sweater, which is the only Canadian classic I know that involves a sweater. It is not that. <laughs> okay. So there you go. So
0: are we <laughs> extent gonna,
1: of conversation. Are we gonna do it? I have no idea. I've never. That would be one of the very rare books we do where I have not heard of it and you have not heard of it. We could do a simultaneously. We've never. We both never encountered this. We read it at the same time. Thing. We've never done that. Yeah. So that might be kind of a cool. Yeah. That's all, a right. Good. yeah all right. Yeah. All right. We're good gonna idea. we're gonna we're gonna put that in the back burners then. Grown up things we like. Okay, mine's depressing. Oh, goody! Should you go first or last? Um, Maybe in the spirit of today's book, you should go last and leave us on a sad note. Okay. Excellent. Mine is a podcast. I've been listening to a podcast called Graphic Novel to TK, uh, which is hosted by Allison Wilgus and Gina Gagliano. It is ostensibly about the comics publishing industry. But in fact, it's about the book publishing industry. And it tells you everything you've ever wanted to know about book publishing. From blurbs. They did an entire episode on blurbs. And they talk about what the sales rep does. And the influence of Barnes & Noble on the publishing industry. And just tons of interesting things. And yes, they do mention comics uh, now and then. But uh, if you don't want that to be the focus of the podcast, it doesn't have to be. So, I'm really enjoying it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, where? Tell me your sad thing. (laughs) So it's it's sad, but it's educational. You're making me sound so
0: good. All right. (laughs) So I found this article on CNN about um, controversy over this Instagram account. It's called Eva Stories, E V A dot Stories, and it was a mother or sorry, it was a father daughter duo that decided to create an Instagram account. Based off the diary of a Hungarian Jew, her name was Eva Heyman, during the Holocaust. Oh, boy. So, she was, you know, similar age as Anne Frank, and she had a journal. And what they did was they decided to take her journal and make it into Instagram stories. Oh, wow. So, you... If you follow them on Instagram, and then you just go through all the stories, there's probably, like, I don't know, 30 stories, you know, and they're all 30 seconds or so. And Mm -hmm. you go through, and you actually... Like, they hired actors, they had, you know, they set up the scenery and and the costumes and everything is set to that time. And they, you know, there's a young woman who plays Eva who will read or she'll, you know, say what, you know, was written in the diary. And it's Mm -hmm. very interesting. It's very powerful. Um, Her diary was only written for, I think, like 108 days before she was captured. Mm. She was taken to Auschwitz and she died there. Um, but it's it's I highly recommend watching it. There's controversy because um, people are seeing this and they're like, oh, you're just this is one step away from doing selfies at a concentration camp.
1: Hmm.
0: I would disagree. I think that this is bringing the Holocaust to a generation on a channel that they can understand mm-hmm. because if you are watching these videos and you're seeing exactly, okay, this is what the ghetto was like, this is how. And, you know, as it goes on, you can see how, um, you know, they do a really good job with the makeup and making her look hungry and mm-hmm. tired and, uh, you know, hasn't seen sun for a long time. And then uh, they start and then they have to march in the streets with all their belongings and then they're putting on the trains Um, and then after that, it's, it stops and Hmm. it's just, it's really powerful. So I, I recommend following it. Eva stories on Instagram.
1: Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. And since Holocaust
0: Remembrance Day was a week or two ago, I thought this was good timing. Yeah. Sounds a good way to bring it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that makes me think that we should do, uh. A classic children's Jewish uh, picture book, which we do usually around Hanukkah, but yeah, we've, are... only, we've only done Hanukkah. <laughs> exactly, we only done Hanukkah. We should probably expand our focus a little, so yeah, that would be a good idea. Exactly. Good night, Bobola. Good night, Bubbla. <laughs> All right. And on that note, good night, Bubbla. Good night, Bubbla. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse8Kate. number eight, Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our sassy son is Drew Atienza. Fuse8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal.
0: Morum, morum.